Welcome to the Wilton Report, your local real estate market update with Josh Wilton, respected real estate agent, broker, consultant, and co-owner of Queenston Realty in Princeton, New Jersey. Each week on the Wilton Report, Josh Wilton takes a deep dive into the research and analysis to provide you with the insider real estate information you need to buy and sell faster and smarter. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Wilton Report, where we talk all things real estate. Today, we're going to talk specifically about Princeton, New Jersey real estate. And the topic today is, are we in a buyer's market or are we in a seller's market? Or what the heck is going on in the market? Because there's obviously, you know, real estate is such an amazingly brisk topic. It's always in the media. Good bad and different up down it's it's like the uh commodities markets right everyone has uh lives in a home whether they rent it or they own it or they're aspiring to own it so it's a very emotional personal topic today we're going to kind of break down to a little bit of a micro level detail of what's happening in the princeton market so if you're selling you have some insight if you're buying i'd say this is probably geared towards you um more perhaps than a seller but we're going to really get into some micro level detail on the market so again What's happening in the market? So just a reminder, the Princeton real estate market doesn't care what's happening in California. It really almost doesn't care about national trends because it doesn't have to. It's a very insular micro market in an interesting part of the state with interesting dynamics that affect it. So again, the largest employer in Mercer County in which Princeton is located is Princeton University. Right. So real estate does follow jobs. Real estate follows transportation. Princeton is well versed in both uh, access to New York job market, Philadelphia job market, Princeton University, huge amount of pharma uh, in the market area. So, you know, Princeton is well versed for that. So real estate is local. National trends matter, but not if you want to make decisions locally. You need local data. And that's really what we're going to do today on today's broadcast. And just to refund the mind of the market does not care. So what do I mean by that? Don't come into this market thinking you can outsmart the market. The market's the market. The numbers are the numbers. And we're going to get into that today. So opinions don't matter. Emotion doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think your house is worth. It doesn't matter what you think the house you want to buy is worth. It matters what the market says it's worth. So just a reminder, keep your opinions uh, where they belong in the drawer. And let's focus on the data. So this is a broadcast headline um, from Bright MLS. So as we log as realtors into Bright MLS, which is our uh, local MLS, where we look at inventory trends, data, et cetera, where I got a lot of the data for today, you know, this is the inventory rises across all markets. That's the headline. So Bright Insights, July 2022, the Mid-Atlantic, which we're in, is seeing slower activity as rising mortgage rates and high inflation have caused buyers to pull back. That's the opening headline on the MLS that realtors log into. So that in and of itself is indicative of a slowing market, which, you know, the market is normalizing. I wouldn't call it slowing. It's different than a two and a half, three percent interest rate environment. Um, It's still historically low interest rate environment for those of you who've been around the block. But that's the opening headline for realtors as they log in. So if you're a Princeton realtor, you log in, you're like, oh, well, the market must be shifting et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, is it, I guess, that's the question. So let's take a look at the inventory trends in Princeton through July. Obviously, August is not over yet. So last year through July, 2021, 320 homes were listed in Princeton. 
This year, 257. That is a precipitous drop in available market, meaning the number of homes that came to the market is down precipitously. So there's just that many fewer homes for buyers to buy in Princeton. Last year, the market sold 209 homes. This year, 181. Why? Because the inventory's down. There's just not, there's not enough homes to go around. So that is a big tracker that if you're looking to buy in Princeton and you're thinking you're going to come in and game the market, you have to keep track of the inventory patterns. Year over year, inventory is still down. It's really year over year over year, but through 2021 to 2022, inventory is down. So, you know, as supply goes down, prices go up. And that is a basic economic law. It is still true in Princeton. I don't think we're going to continue to see the rate of appreciation that we saw. But prices are holding steady, obviously, because of the scarcity of inventory. So this is the current active inventory as of this morning. Last year, there was 103 homes for sale in Princeton. Uh, this morning, there's 78. It's almost a 25% decline in just standing inventory. So if you're coming into the supermarket and there's a 25% decline in product that you're going to buy, you're going to feel it. Like there's less produce and there's less cereal and there's less this. Uh, that's what's happening. There's less stuff on the shelves in Princeton. And don't forget, not only is there less, but you have to bake in the fact that we've had rather incredible appreciation the past several years. So there's less at affordable price points, which we'll get into a little bit today. Um, so, you know, inventory and standing inventory as of this morning, uh, August 12th, I believe, is down 25%, rather significant. So now we're going to nerd out a little bit. We're going to talk about absorption rate. So what is absorption rate? So for those of you listening on Spotify or Google, I'm just going to read this to you. And for those of you that are uh, following along on YouTube, read it yourself. Absorption rate is an indicator of how quickly homes are being moved off the market. It's an indicator of pace of sales. And it's also an indicator, is it a buyer's market or a seller's market? So we're going to look at the absorption rate by product, by price point in Princeton. And we're going to kind of give you a really, really micro level view of what's happening in the market. And again, it's not a be all end all, right? But it is a very good indicator of overall market trends in Princeton. So what is an absorption rate number? Okay. It's the number of active listings divided by the number of pending sales in the last 30 days, right? So if that number is above six, that number is a buyer's market. If it's below six, that number is a seller's market and it's months. How many months would it take to sell the available inventory? So again, if you go below six months, it's a buyer's market. If you go above six months, I'm sorry, if you go below six months, it's a seller's market. If you go above six months, it's a buyer's market. So that six number, kind of keep it in mind as we go through the data, because it's an important number to benchmark um, how you're going to buy a house and what your strategy is. So this is how you calculate it. Number of active listings divided by the number of pending sales gives you that absorption rate number. Very simple calculation. It gives you a snapshot in time. It allows us to look at what's happening in the market. So Princeton um, this morning, 61 active listings. Um, I took out the multifamilies and, and stuff like that. So. 61 active listings, 21 went under contract and pending in the last 30 days. So that's a 2.9 month absorption rate pattern. So that's a rather extreme seller's market. It's in the bottom quartile under six that indicates appreciation. 
though I think we're to an extent done with uh, appreciation for a little while. Not that you're going to be in bidding wars for sure. Prices will go above asking. I just don't think you're going to continue to see 10, 20 percent a year. So overall, Princeton is in a seller's market pattern, period. End of story, 2.9 months. If you look at Princeton detached single family homes, there's 50 single family homes on the market. 17 went pending and under contract in the last 30 days. Ironically, gives you that same number of 2.9 months absorption. So the single family market in Princeton is ensconced firmly in seller's market territory. So let's take a look at duplexes, right? Duplexes are the side-by-side. Maybe you want to call them a row house. Uh, There's a fair number of them in Princeton, actually. There's only three for sale, so there's not a lot for sale. And they have sold at incredible price points in the last few years because most of them are located downtown. So there's three for sale. Um, One pending and under contract gives you a three-month absorption rate. The data is a little bit low uh, to give you a true indicator, but Again, there's virtually no supply, so you know it is what it is. Sellers will command that market. If you look at the t- condo townhouse market, eight for sale, five went pending in the last 30 days. That is a 1.6 month absorption rate. What does that mean? It means you're gonna be in a bidding war for a condo or townhouse in Princeton. Why? Multiple reasons. Uh, they're newer for the most part, um, newer build, people like that. Um, they tend to offer more bedrooms than an older single family house, higher ceilings because they're newer. So it allows for an easier lifestyle, uh, in Princeton. So again, the kind of townhouse market in Princeton, rather dramatic seller's market, uh, eight and five is, is pretty tough for a buyer. It's good for a seller. Again, I don't think as a seller, you want to be pushing your price right now. I think you want to price it a dollar below where the market is but um, to get multiple offers, but that's where that market is. The detached single family home market under a million. There's only 12 houses for sale in Princeton under a million dollars single family, which is really incredible when you think about it. So there's 12, eight went under contract and pending in the last 30 days, which gives you a rather severe seller's market score of 1.5. So again, of the 12, I can tell you right? Some are on busy roads, some are older houses. I showed one of them yesterday. I think you're going to see some price reductions in this quartile, not because the demand's not there. The demand's there, right? Eight went pending in the last 30 days. I just think prices have gotten to the point where homes on busy roads, um, you know, they're at a high number uh, and homes that maybe were selling or not selling normally on a busy road, you know, they're, they're being pushed into this quartile. So, Again, huge demand in that market, especially under million single family, 1.5 month absorption. The one to $1.5 million market in Princeton, there's only six houses, six single family houses. Inventory is so low in Princeton. It's insane. Uh, So six and four is a 1.5 month absorption rate. Uh, Princeton detached single family homes, 1.5 to 2 million. There's only 14. There's only 14 homes. Uh, for sale in that quartile and six went pending in the last 30 days, which again is an aggressive seller score of 2.3 months absorption. Detached single family, two to three million, right? It's a four month absorption rate pattern. So statistically still a seller's market. I think you may have a little bit more flexibility in price there, but not a lot. So don't come into the market thinking, oh, the markets, I'm going to make a low offer and I'm going to get it. You're not. You're going to get blown out of the water by the next buyer who's watched this broadcast. So the 3 million plus market, there's seven homes for sale. 
one went pending. It's a seven-month absorption rate pattern. So at the top end of the market, the super luxury market, you do have a buyer's market pattern. But again, it only takes a couple of sales to upset the apple cart in terms of that data. So, you know, you can see across every price segment, Princeton is in a firm, firm, firm buyer's market, uh, sorry, seller's market. Um, there's no avoiding it. So sellers, I will say this, your house has to be market ready. Like you cannot put your house on the market with the shag carpet. You're not, you're not going to sell it. Buyers don't want to do anything. And I don't blame them. It's hard work buying a house. It's hard work to move. They don't want to move in and, you know, redo your wood paneling. They, they just don't. So the house has to be market ready or priced below the market. That's just what it is. So this is not an invitation for sellers to be aggressive in the market. As a matter of fact, I think a seller who does not stage their house will probably get 10% below market. Uh, buyers, again, look at the local market conditions, not the national ones. It's an impact. There's trends you have to follow, interest rates, jobs, the equity markets, et cetera. But ultimately, real estate is local, and it doesn't care about what's happening in Nevada or Ohio or whatever. So what to really look for if you're really getting into tracking the real estate market? One, follow the jobs. The job report was excellent last week. Uh, affordability, interest rates, again, are a huge impact. Though, again, 65% of the Princeton market offers come through as cash which is incredible. So it's a less prone interest rate environment here. And the third thing is inventory, just supply. If there's nothing to buy, prices are going to hold steady or go up. So that is kind of what's happening in the market uh, in Princeton. I hope that helps you make sense of what's happening. If you have any questions, obviously reach out, let us know. We are here to help you. Uh, again, if you have not subscribed to this podcast or this YouTube session, hit the button at the bottom, subscribe. And we will see you at the next Wilton Report. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us for the Wilton Report. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it with your friends. And be sure to subscribe to the Wilton Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.